Hi, this is the queen herself, Queen Mama D from Loving Hip Hop Atlanta. And guess what? I'm in LA and I just got through filming Hollywood Unlock Uncensored. Come and watch me and see what type of interview what the queen is gonna do or say next. And in that order. What up everybody, this is Jason Lee and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. What it do, it's Jessica Dime, I'm back. What's up y'all, it's your boy Giovanni. Hold on. And we have uh, the matriarch of love and hip hop Atlanta, Mama D in the building. Yes, welcome hey, to Mama my Mama new D. palace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're by far one of the most entertaining people on the love and hip hop franchise. Thank you. You just, so we're, we're just, sometimes when I watch you on the show, I'm like, I know that there's some of us that know how to punch it up when the camera comes on. Do you punch it up and turn into a character, or is that just who you are? That's who I am. At all times. See, we about to ask Jessica. That's going to see me when cameras weren't rolling. I still crack up like, Mama D, crazy. <laughs> For real. <laughs> she would definitely make your day. She is definitely the same on and off mm -hmm. camera. Okay, so I was saying to Jessica when I interviewed her um, when she first come on the show, and I was saying the Love & Hip Hop Atlanta cast is different than any other cast on the franchise because I feel like, they're such big personalities, but also everybody there just seems really real. Like mm -hmm. the, the drama's real. The oh, yes. I'm gonna kick your ass is real. Oh yes, it ain't Ooh, we, we we ain't plotting on the phones because mm -hmm. like the people in Hollywood, they so afraid of their images, they want to plan shit out. And I'm like, how do you plan being real? <laughs> we don't know that, honey. <laughs> Listen, you remember the year from when Jessica took her purse? No, she didn't. Did she threw her purse or did she hit a punch? Then she hit her with a fist, and she got that girl that done slept around with Kurt, and she just was. Easing off her shoe on the slick slick. And then this slick, bitch slick. gonna brag about, uh, oh, I was that side shit. Like, it's okay. No, it's not okay. Right. Bitch, you, see, why she the good one. Uh, I'll beat, she, she I'll beat right your one. ass. I'm not that bitch. No, no, I'm not that bitch. You fuck with Ernest. I don't care how crazy he is and a mama's boy he is, but that's still mine. Right. Yeah. right. Mm -hmm. No, so. It be real drama. This mm -hmm. is why I love Mama D, because <laughs> I feel like she picked the right one in Rashida. Yeah. Because there was a scene where she popped up on Rash at Rashida's event to come yeah. clear the air. What air do you have to clear when you fuck a married man and have a, allegedly a baby? Like body? Rashida said, she should have came while she was pregnant and said, you know what? I know you don't know me, but I am pregnant by your husband. Mm -hmm. And then it would seem more authentic mm -hmm. rather than wait till you have the baby. And the baby almost a year old mm -hmm. and to find out all this other stuff been going on. You know, it's crazy. So you've had many lives. So you were a pimp. Yes. I know that's Wait, right. So and pimping ain't easy. So when you were doing I'm a pimp it, by blood, no relations. I know Ooh, that's right. You heard that boy. Mm -hmm. Hey now. So hey. now when you're pimping, <laughs> no, you were pimping when you're pimping uh, as other women. Yes. So when you're pimping them, but, you're, but you have a mama personality. So is it more like a mother, a madam, or it's you? more of, of a madam more than what a man role would be? Okay. You know, because men in Atlanta, um, the pimps, old pimps in Atlanta. They're like very gorillish, mm -hmm. like they hitting women and yeah. putting them out there. And I used to have my girls out there and see the day girls with the same clothes they had on stand on the corner. But see, all my girls, they clean, they get their nails mm -hmm. done. They were, you know, I could get that type of money. But when you got shabby looking women and you got, they got the same clothes on, do they have the same underwear on too? <laughs> you know, they would make, you know, we. Mm. So is that where like the savage comes from? Like, cause you. Yes. Yeah. Because I had I had to because I was out in a male dominant um, type of situation where I was the only female, so I had to I weighed also almost two hundred and some too, so I was oh. very like, you know, right. thick Wait, with you, it. So you were you were as big as um, what's the girl's name? Uh, Walker's mom, Miss Deb. Deb, she is I'm she well, but yeah, you're taller no. than her, right? I'm five eight, so I don't know. I wasn't that round. Okay. I was. I, I had did. I figure about thick with it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but I intimidated a lot of men because I would go to war. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's my old cliche: if you ain't ready to go to war with a soldier, don't enlist. And so you were in, and you're from Atlanta, so you're born, Greater raised. Baby. That's you're you're just the southern. That's your thing. Yeah. Okay. So when you, how long did you pimp? I did from. I want to say. 96 to 2005. That's almost Damn. a decade. Yes. I had to get it. I mean, how was when you, I had Scrappy Daddy and my daughter Jamie Daddy, when they didn't pay child support, what I'm supposed to do? And then I was in a head-on collision in 96. So it's like by the time I started walking on crutches, I started listing girls. You know, I got one, and then I got two, then you know what I'm saying? But 
the room I only had 15 girls, but the rumor was in the street. Oh. I mm-hmm, the rumor was in the street. I had 29 holes. I retired because I couldn't get 30. But you know that was just a rumor. Well, let me ask you: How do you suck? How do you get these women to come and work under you, or allow them to? It's that it's that New Georgian swag, baby. <laughs> Once I get in your ear, see when you get the head, the tail gonna follow. Oh, come feel on. Me. I feel. I, hey, man. Shit. Mm-hmm. So, on this. So, on this. So, you about ready to come and go. Come I'm on. I got a block for you, too. I was about yeah. to say. Yeah. So, so, you seem to be like the mom on the show. Like, you, you give advice to everybody. Yeah. That's willing to listen to it. Yeah. Is there anybody on the show besides the. Um, I don't even know the woman that showed up on Curd. She's not. She's. All of you are like iconic figures of the show. Like mm-hmm. you've had your like we know you. We know I still mm-hmm. don't know that girl. So like is there any girl is there anybody in the show that you just don't care for? I don't care for her. I mean, I, there's no woman that's engaged or married going to appreciate a woman like that cuz you a real savage. You cold as fuck and you knew this man was married. So ain't nobody got no love for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Period. She's an outcast. Like we put up with her cuz they put her in front of their faces but other than that, we we don't choose to film with her. Right. Hell no. Right. And so it seems Why to get her more checks? Mm-hmm. Uh. It seems even though you guys have conflict, for the most part you all still there's a certain level of respect. Like you'll still come to a scene, mm-hmm. you'll still sit down. If it goes left, it's because they choose to go left, but there's still some respect there to, yeah. to shoot with a person, right? But you know, you got some of the new ones that feel like they gotta go out like that. Mm-hmm. Like Jessica like, she, like she will get with a person but she don't start nothing. Yeah. I don't start, start nothing. So you first. you have to come in my front yard. Mm-hmm. You and you and, and you see that no trespassing sign, but yet you still keep walking up in that bitch. Okay, mm-hmm. so now I'm bipolar, I'm taking no medication. So on your mark, we're gonna do some Forrest Gump shit. On your mark, just set go. Mm-hmm. That is true. You don't start shit. No, no I don't never. see. I feel like, but I don't know how to stop though. Right, once it get clicked on, well, it once it start, what, what what do you do? I ain't no You're stopping. not gonna walk away from it. No, no. I mean, now that back. I have a daughter, I think right. about things. I mm-hmm. pick my battles. Mm-hmm. But I never start anything. But mm-hmm. I just don't know. It's you don't walk away from it. Either. It's like stop, stop, this: stop. how it go. They give us a topic. They don't tell us what to say or do. Yeah, you don't know. But they give us a topic and we discuss it. And then, like a uh, young lady in front of, like, say that's Diamond, and they talk in there. She say some blue, and Diamond like, really? And Diamond say, and then she throw something, and then it's on. It's on. It's, it's, on. it's just how it goes. It's just it goes. Like left who's so gonna, fast. you know what I mean? Then they want to break it up. But hell, you just put me in a position. So I got to defend myself, but yeah. you make right. a sign paperwork saying, don't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, boy, they better go on. Listen, <laughs> I, I remember going to those meetings and the attorney saying, okay, you, you, the, there's, we absolutely don't tolerate any violence. Well, you put us in the same room with somebody who's going to say you ain't nothing but a faggot. Guess what? Now we got a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to react. So when you came into the show, before you came into the show, before mm-hmm. you came into the show, were you this personality outside the show? Yes. <laughs> And so I've everybody always, in Atlanta that knew you knew that that's just Mama yeah, D. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you because authentic, you just come off authentically. You are so entertaining to watch. I yeah. feel like as much as you will talk shit and you will let everybody have it, you're also, you you know, you're a low-key comedian. You're funny. You are. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it takes two to tangle. But, you know, I the, the thing that I try to live daily is to live in my truth. It doesn't matter to me how people perceive me. Because they don't pay my bills. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, um, I just live me. And what people don't understand, every day you live, since we don't know when God's going to take us back home, every day you live your eulogy. Because what are people going to say about you? What is your legacy? That's your eulogy. And I would watch you. When I was on Love & Hip Hop at uh, Hollywood, I would watch you because you watch all the shows and you give your own online criticism. Mm-hmm. And I was and I was like, I love Mama D so much. Because, you know, we don't know each other. People but, think because we're all on the show, mm-hmm. we all know each other, but we don't. Mm-mm. And I remember I was like, please, Mama D, don't, don't come for me because you, <laughs> you, you would be reading everybody for filth online. Mm-hmm. But you never came for me, and I was so thankful. Aww. No, because I, I have a lot of respect for you. My mother's name was Deborah, by the way. Oh, oh wow. It was, and and, spe- and spelled it just like you, you know, Deborah, not, just like that. Deborah. Okay, yeah. so you're in there with Scrappy and Bam. I knew Bam from when she was here in Basketball Wives. Uh-huh. Now she's out in Atlanta, and I just saw you both at Wild and Out. So, how was your experience at Wild and Out? Did you have fun? I did. I did. I did. Did you turn it out, girl? You know, I was trying to get up there, honey. Especially when they saw talking about Scrappy he in the wheelchair, just sitting there so, so loosely and so humble, and I just. Girl, they went to talk about baby. It was something. I felt like Junior Maya in the Lion's Den was something just coming through my bones, boy. I was going to go in. I went in at one point, uh-huh. though. 
No, she was very entertaining. Yeah, Scrappy was there in a the wheelchair. So when Scrappy had rolled up, I said, how is Scrappy <laughs> going to get out there and rap and do that? But he was in there. Him, you, him, and Stevie and Tokyo mm-hmm. were just uh, entertaining. But you had a good time. Oh, yes. Well, oh, we're yes. coming back in October, so you got to come back. I hope they invite me. Let me tell Nick. I know yes. I know who better be there. Well, Jessica, mm-hmm. you already know. You need to be there, too. Yeah. You already know. I know who better be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will be. <laughs> and me, so, too. <laughs> so there's so many new people on your show. Tokyo Vanity, she's yeah. on the show. Uh, and... Um, I see LA got a big girl, what you gonna do too? Oh. They got them a big girl. Do they? Yeah. Who, who's she, oh, Paris. Yeah. yeah just, oh, yeah, Paris. I, okay. I need to interview her because K Michelle was just, um, I just interviewed K Michelle and K said she was a scammer. So I gotta clear that. She was up. a what? A, a scammer. scammer. That's what she says. You use her credit card. I mean, K. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> she knows she can blow things out of proportion and I say that in her face. Like, she is so extra. I know what happened with the girl. I was around them at that point in time. She, yeah, I get mad, too, if somebody used my card Card, for their Uber, Mm -hmm. and I don't know about it. But I don't think she meant it to be malicious. I think she Mm -hmm. just was trying to get where she had to go and was like, let me just Uber. And Kay's card information probably was already in her Uber. Mm -hmm. This happened to me before with one of my little female artists. She's Mm -hmm. an artist, and I've been working with her. And she did, and I saw Uber charges on my account. I'm like, what? She didn't come tell you? She should have came tell tell me. And I stopped talking to her for a while, but she didn't know why. How much was the Ubers? I mean, she had went a few times. Yeah, that's wrong. Now, that's malicious right on the spot. Right. That's not malicious what the first girl did. Just one time. But for one time. And then she'll let you know, like, I want you to know, I'm going to take it out of my... um, Paycheck Phone. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. or whatever, and um, or can I use as allowance? Then they have made you that'll make you go to the bank and change your whole card number. Right, I changed everything. <laughs> I, right, I, I blocked everything after that because it was like, why you ain't tell me? And what else did you get? And what else it? have you done? Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, so when Scrappy was involved in this car accident, mm-hmm. how did you find out about it? Because it was a really, really Bambi bad called me. I got the phone call maybe about six thirty a.m. Just know I was up in the air at eight a.m. Okay, I was there. Oh, you and I, no, I was at home, and they were in Miami here. Oh. And see, what happened was he had a gig in South Carolina. They drove from South Carolina to Atlanta. They got to me about 7.30 a.m. I fixed him and Casino some breakfast. They left my house breakfast. about 9.30 a.m. going to Miami. Okay, so now Scrappy, you up all night. all night. Now you and this man finna split five hours apiece to drive to Miami to his condo. Okay, you get to Miami safely. You take your daughter to Avatar Mall. So the guy's been ready to fly back out the next day, so he's never been to KOD. So Scrappy wanted to take him to KOD. Bambi told him to stay at home. He listened to his wife. So they went to KOD, and about 3 in the morning, the other guy was sleeping on the passenger side, but Scrappy body just, he just locked down. And he, he did hit a tree? Uh-uh, he hit a pole. Hit a pole. It was a really bad accident. It was bad. It was Bad. When I got there, the other guy was already in surgery. Mm. They had to cut out some of his intestines, ruptured spleen, four broken ribs. Um, he was bleeding in his bowel. Um, he he was in ICU, and Scrappy was just in the hospital room, broken up bad. But this guy had internal, mm. no broken bones, but internal bleeding. And I was just like, "This is a mess." And but I was when I. Got up in the air. Only thing I knew that they both were alive, mm-hmm. and that one of them was in surgery, and one was, you know. And they told me that the police were standing outside the um, the mercy room. They first got to the hospital, they were on guard because they made them go in there and draw blood from both of them. But to make sure that they hadn't been on drugs, alcohol, right? And they scrapping to have nothing in the system. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, thank God. Yeah. But he was just tired. Your mm-hmm. body, you have to rest. Your body. You and, and you have to listen to your wife. Yes, you yes. Facts. Yeah. Yes, facts. You have to facts. listen to your so wife. wife yes, said, yes. 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 And he wouldn't listen. Mm. Wait, you so had a wife you're, for you're, a reason. You're married uh-huh. and you're engaged. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the men need to start looking at these lessons and taking a taking a note absolutely. out of these books? Yes, and listen absolutely. Because your wife is going to look out for you. Right. I always tell Sean, I be like, you know, can you just listen to me? I know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, no one's perfect. And I guess, you know, these men, I don't know what it is. They just have a thing against the women that they don't want to listen. Mm-hmm. They the men, it's an ego. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to be the lesser half. So mm-hmm. they got it, but they don't have it. Because as a woman, <laughs> we're 10 steps in front of them. Right. Once they sure. think it, we don't already thought about it, then did it, had it done to us, and then do it again. <laughs> 
Yeah, I do yes. agree with that. Women do really don't know what they be talking about sometimes, especially when you in a relationship. And then he told <laughs> me one day. To the wrong one. Uh, I- <laughs> I said y'all do Okay Alright Oh Cause he I told me he like, Every time go, So how is Scrappy now Is he walking yet He's walking on crutches And he's out of the wheelchair oh, That's um, good They took the hardware Out of um, His foot mm-hmm. And so now They got just this big patch Over it And um, the bones have healed And he's just about him Bearing weight On that leg On that foot mm. And then Bambi uh, She was very pregnant When I saw her last so She, she yes. hasn't had a baby no, she's due on, the baby's due on my birthday, so which is September 21st. Which you're having a party. Yes, I'm having a party. Which I, got, which I got no, invited. in Atlanta. Which We're I, feminine. Which I got invited. Yes. Wait, you said real feminine. No. Filming it. Oh, filming it. Filming Filming it. Okay, okay. No, so, so I'm, I'm invited. <clears throat> yes, you are. <laughs> I'm coming. Yes. I'm coming. So I'm, at, I'm excited um, to welcome the new prince into the palace and to know that he's going to be healthy and new. And um, we have a lot of years in front of us. And to watch his growth and to be grandmama. Okay, so when does grandmama go from smiling grandmama to let me get my strap grandmama? Mm. When I tell you more than twice. <laughs> and that's how I treat all my grandkids. It's an issue <laughs> because I know you know better. And see, when Scrappy and my daughter Jasmine were little, they didn't run through the house because what applied to you apply to your company. You're not going to tap. I've gone to people's house. They don't let their kids jump all over the furniture, marking all on their walls. See, I've been on broke day nicks. I don't play that. I don't play that. I'm going to keep what I pay for. My dad's wife has this big china cabinet with all this beautiful china. And I will never forget, one of my brother's kids was running through the house and hit it and knocked all the china down. And, I mean, I was waiting for a funeral. <laughs> he needed to get his ass whooped. Exactly. <laughs> but I feel like kids nowadays aren't raised the way you raise your kids. Right. Aren't raised the way that, you know, we were, because I mean, right. our parents were strict. Yep. So, you know, it was like like maybe like three, I want to say three or four Thanksgivings ago. I had my family over for Thanksgiving. And, or was it Christmas? It was one of them. However, their kids were running through my house. And I said, um, and then they were playing football by all the cars that was parked outside. And I said, okay, listen, cousins, aunts, uncles, whoever grandkids or kids outside or one wants to run it upstairs, if they break anything, they bought it. And you can't write me no check. I want my damn money now before you leave. <laughs> I don't play that. I don't play it with family. Either. Don't come, don't run through my house. Jessica, tell you, huh, I got nice shit. Uh-uh. Yes, I'm tell my shit. I ain't nice get, shit. I, that's right. I ain't get it free. I had to pay for it. Right. You that's know? Right. Shit, you know Ernest wasn't finna pay for it. <laughs> don't start with Ernest, man. No, but hey, remember we got house still talking about we can pull a blow up bed in the guest room. Hey. No, bitch, I made too much money to sleep, sleep on the blow up. Hey, leave my boy Ernest alone, <laughs> man. Listen, she is I'm surprised she just now getting on Ernest. Yeah. Like, she been easy on him. <laughs> She Listen, usually would have been got on. Well, yeah. you can't roll up in Mama D's house and go to sleep and there's a, a blow-up mattress in the guest room. No, right. Now, I, 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 that? I do have a blow-up mattress for the living room, but I mean, <laughs> if I had a guest room, it would be fully furnished. Right, right. Because what you're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. Okay, so you, speaking of Ernest, you guys are now on Marriage Bootcamp. Last night I went to a party for the premiere mm-hmm. of uh, your show that's going to air on September 7th. You're in Be- Marriage Bootcamp, and I could have swore I saw you take a swing at him in the show. Yes, I did, because he told me <laughs> to suck his dick, and I told him, I said, uh, tell your mom to suck your dick. She, I, uh, she seen it first. I believe in first con, first serve, motherfucker. Motherfucker, <laughs> you heard oh, wait, wait, did And then I proceeded. So woof. Did oh, Ernest, girl, no, yeah. Oh, no, she swung. It was, a, it was a full-out swing. Calm down, cow girl. Okay. Calm down. Oh, God. It was, no, it was I a, went there. It was a, <laughs> okay. it was a full-out swing. <laughs> so it was a full-out swing. Yeah. But did he he told you, how can he, he told you to suck his dick? Yeah. What did you, what you say? Take Why would you say such a thing? Because we, we got into an argument, and I said, when you learn to be a man... Oh. I can treat you like a man. Oh, that's a low blow. That's a low blow. No, no it's not. No, it's low. not. No, it's not. You know why? Because every time that what you know, um, no, when you when we <laughs> filmed this season, he wasn't living there, girl. He was over his mama. I've been there for five months, and that bitch ass balling ass mama he is wasn't even woman enough to tell him that's your wife. No matter what, you go home and work what, things what, out. What did you what, balding what, ass what, mama? What, <laughs> 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 Wait, did you did you say wait, Ernest's mama, you call her balling ass mama? No, you can see straight through a scalp to the top of her head. <laughs> so needless to say, your mother in law is not invited to the cookout. No. 
Because my thing of it is, when your husband died, instead of you trying to be a good, like I had her several fundraisers, gave her a doll she didn't pay for, but he go off on crack, remember, for four days, and oh, yeah. have Clayton County, Fulton County looking for him. Wait, and then wait, you wait. call your mama, hold up, you call your mama while you in the hotel getting geeked. To my D did something, all geeked and shit, and then your mama gonna call me and talk to me like I'm crazy, but bitch, you been gone for four days in the hotel room spending all your money? Nah, motherfucker, you and your mama... Need to goddamn grow the fuck up. And what she don't need to do is come for my crazy ass no more. Because, see, I put that bitch in the pins. Because, see, you know I'm crazy like that glue. <laughs> so when people ask me, like, would you ever go to Love & Hip Hop Atlanta? <laughs> I am terrified of Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. what you got to deal with. You know I'm crazy like that glue. But you know, but you know why I'd love it? I'd but love I her. keep it real, You got to respect the real. That's yep. what I'm saying. Because here's the thing. When, I, when they'll show more of the young girls and they fighting... Mm-hmm. But when I, they show me, they'll show me like a minute and yeah. then I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, but need to, you need to really this. see what the hell going on mm-hmm. in the palace because what's going on in the palace is bigger than love and hip hop forever. Not been. only that, what's going on in the palace is going on in other people's homes, mm-hmm. like right. in real people's homes. People right. that are sitting there, you know, my, my mother struggled with drug addiction and her parents weren't shit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you just really get into real people's lies because right. it ain't know, all about not, nothing against the Kardashians but I think the world's probably getting a little bit tired of, I saw Courtney yesterday I, I saw talk to Scar <laughs> you know we're kind of we're living seeing them spending their millions mm-hmm. it's not the the real that it was when they first came on mm-hmm. the real mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. the growth back when Bruce I think was they trying Bruce, to do it now yeah, it was Bruce. Bruce was Bruce and Kylie didn't have lips and yeah yeah but I think they're trying to get back to that now like how they had them arguing with each other yeah like come on we want to see because this real, real life people argue. yeah, yeah real and brothers I, and I, sisters argue and I recently I was recently with Kim and I asked her I said wow they make you look like a savage season she said that's really who I am that that's now, who that's I am. me yeah. so I like I, and I, I love like this real because I feel like the thing I struggle with is I can't be on a reality show when we are not being real. Because yeah, then right I look either. like the bad guy. I look like the hater when I say, wait a minute, you live at the motel. Why you just get off the helicopter? <laughs> right. That helicopter oh wasn't God. in your payroll. It wasn't in your budget. Right. <laughs> so Fat. now you're on marriage boot camp. And needless to say, it looks like you and him are the star of the show because it's, there's a lot of drama there. Do you do you put when you walk into a situation like that do you say look, we're going to put it all out here? No, or- I just go I came in that situation looking for help. Because like I said um on another interview prior to this one like when they sent Rashida them to Jamaica and that mess was going on and um me and Ernest needed help too. We never had a, had a chance to have a honeymoon. You know what I'm saying? So send us there so maybe we can get off from weight from our everyday stuff so we can talk and, and work something. But we were not given that. Mm-hmm. So when WeTV came knocking on the door, I said, you know what? I love you more than the craziness. So we need some help. And mm-hmm. that's admitting we need some help because everybody don't want to be honest. Right. They always want to paint a perfect picture, but our picture is fucked up. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was melting and it's got all this stuff on it. And it's not cool. Mm. So we need a help. Well, I know you can't talk about the conclusion. Well, I look forward to seeing everything in it mm-hmm. that happens this season. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Jocelyn Hernandez is not in the show. Do you miss Jocelyn? Yeah, I miss her drama. <laughs> you know, yes. Because I feel like she brought a certain level of drama she to the did. show. She did. She did. And um, Jocelyn was, she's a type, um, she's been through things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have. I mean, everybody in their younger days, but she really been through some stuff. And people don't know how you are affected mentally mm-hmm. as a little girl. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of your mama and do things to pay bills. Mm-hmm. So you got to understand, like, to a certain degree, we all kind of damaged good. Yeah, where we come from makes us who we are. Right. Exactly. And, and so, we don't just show up on the show. Like, we all have right. stuff that's in us. And I think that she... Portrays that out, and when she feels like somebody's coming for her, she turns into that. Oof, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she, and it's out of hurt, yeah, not out of fear, because she she ain't scared of nobody. But it turns into, oh, I've gone through this. Now I'm a grown woman, and people still come for me. Okay, now I'm finna be Jocelyn Hernandez, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. So what's the other? Um, the guy that used to date Tommy, whose mom, Karen King. <laughs> yeah, is she still in the show? I don't She's know. Like, like when been, sometimes when we don't film with each other, we don't know until the next season or yeah, this time we film together. Like, 
Right, like say I filmed with Dime, but they didn't show it. They cut it out. Mm-hmm. But but I could tell you Dime's on the show because mm-hmm. I did a couple more scenes with her. Mm-hmm. And um and um. But when you don't film with that person, you don't know. You don't know. So out of all the other mothers, there's I know your parents came into the show mm-hmm. this last season, right around you getting engaged and all of that. Mm-hmm. Do you interact with any of the other mothers on the show? Like Rashida's mom was recently in the news where she was like being attacked by fans who popped up at the store. I thought that was very disrespectful for how those young people went into Rashida's store. And because what she said was right. If you, I don't mind taking pictures, but taking pictures, you're stopping us from working. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to take pictures, buy something. Buy something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I do that now. I did it at Essence Festival. I did it at the um, Hell Thing, just left Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you patronize me. Mm-hmm. Because black people, are, well, black people, yeah, because you, y'all niggerish. I don't do nigger business. <laughs> but do you feel like when you're on television and YouTube that, that people don't see you as people? They see you as the product of a show and they want you to oh, have yeah. this moment. Yeah, and they think them. they know you. No, you don't they, know us. They think you they know, are your friend. Right. They, they said, well, I know mama. No, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. Because if you knew me, you wouldn't tap me and touch exactly. me first. Exactly. You Stop know doing I don't that. Like don't do it. that because... We don't know who our haters are. Yeah. So when you, I'm walking through the we'll airport. put your arm around you. Yeah, and they get ready to do that. Do I say, that. I stand out my right hand of fellowship is what I give them. Right. You know, yeah. How do you handle if that? If I even give them that, because mm-hmm. I just feel like even if I want a celebrity, whoever, don't touch me. Right, That's don't just touch. That's a personal thing. I'm not going to touch him. I'm not going to touch you, anybody. Just say, hey. Just say, hey. I'll address you. I'm not better than nobody. I'm not going hey, to not, not speak to my fans. You know, like you said, my fans go hard for me. I love them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to always do that. But it might be some days where I feel like I'm not up to par to take a picture. Right. Well, maybe something bad just happened. Or maybe yeah, your kid's I might not just get Maybe I got through crying or lost a family member. Like, I've just came back from Bermuda like a month ago. My best friend died of lung cancer. Mm. So, and um, she was uh, 50 something, 58 years old. But, however, but I'm upset, even the flight there. Mm-hmm. I was like near in tears on the plane. And, you know, when people are like, that's Mama D. And I'm like, and I put on glasses, put on glasses don't work. Mm-hmm. But but I'm, I was into my feelings because I knew what I had to go and say goodbye. Right, right. Because they, they picked me up. Her sister was a poli- is a police officer in Bermuda. So they got me from the airport and took me straight to the funeral home. But don't you love when the TSA know you and they let you slide right through? Yes. yes. Yeah. Isn't it the best? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, you were diagnosed with spinal meningitis. When I, when I was born. And then Scrappy was too when he was nine months. Really? And then... Of course, look, they head on collision in 96, and look what Scrappy just did. He just keep following me. Mm. Oh, so, oh, because you were in a car accident, now he was in a car accident. Mm-hmm. So how did how does spinal meningitis, um, how does that affect you? Yeah. Um, it, I have scar tissue on my brain. Mm-hmm. So, but what I did was overcome it, and I, you know, they told my mom in 63 that I wasn't going to live, and that if my neck start drawing back, it was going to be too late. Mm-hmm. But they did call my family and told them to bring the family minister to a Grady Hospital to say their goodbyes. But as you can see, God saw different. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so even through all that, you say, okay, I'm here. I'm a strong black woman. I made it through, but I'm going to tweak my body and go get some work done. Yes, yes, because it's always room for improvement with everybody. Mm-hmm. And even though um, my kids are growing, I'm a grandmother, it doesn't mean I have to stop taking care of myself. It doesn't mean, see, I'm grown and sexy, you know, and I swing from poles and rope to rope, baby. Okay. So, and I still have calm up in me, unlike Ernest Mama got worms. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. I'm what just, did you just say? Wait, did you say, you didn't say calm. I have calm in me, baby. Come, 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 come. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right when you think this show can't gain you. Oh, here comes Mama D. No, but the body is snatched. I saw you at Wild and Out when you, you had all black on, mm-hmm. and now you have all white on, and you still look snatched now. I mean, so did you go? Did you go in? Because I had Nikki Baby here who said she spent like a hundred thousand dollars overall her whole life. She's only like twenty something on her whole body. Ooh, That's a little bit too early. That's to, a little much <clears throat> to have. You feel for like me. it's more maintenance, right? So right. it's more maintenance. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm older and. The skin tissue is starting to soften up. You know, your face don't be as tight as it was. So I do get Botox shots. You know, I don't care. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell people I don't hide. You know what I mean? Wait, so, you get Botox? Yeah, every four you months. You can't really tell. Yeah. Every four months. I'm due now. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Dr. Curves do that too. Mm-hmm. They did my surgery. But it doesn't look, okay. So. Um, what, did you, what did you have done? Yeah. I had um, 
a breast lift and a, a boob job. But uh, I think it was 200 cc's, which is the lowest cc's they had. Then I had a tummy tuck and a Brazilian butt lift, which um, people were saying when I did that Carly B remix, they said I had booty pads. I didn't. Well, I had a fat transfer, and they went in the back of my arms. Mm. I had holes in the back of both sides, and then they went and took the fat, of course, out my stomach and stuck it in my butt. Mm-hmm. So they call it a fat transfer. So you got the so okay. still around. No, no, yeah, because mm-hmm. what they came, put my own fat back into me. What K. Michelle had was they injected. She said that they had basically cut her open and injected this solution in her, and then Slow and then down. basically sewed her up and and. Closed it with a crazy glue in a hotel. Like she No, I thought when they do they do that illegal stuff that they, you call somebody to a hotel room. That's what she did. And yeah. they shoot that stuff up yeah. in you. And, and, and it could be cement. That's what she said. She said mm. she don't know what it is. And then that's why now she's so sick. And what they did was they used crazy glue to help bridge the uh the the, the, wound, the But they don't <laughs> cut you open. They stick like ten shots in each butt cheek. And the needles are about that long, I heard. I've mm-hmm. never that's just crazy. Mm. So, I, I, you know what, y'all? I ain't gonna tell you no lie. One time, I was over girl house. She finna, the lady came over her house and do it. And it just so happened, I was so damn drunk. So I chickened out. I was gonna let that girl touch me, but I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I did it the safe way. Good. And mm-hmm. I, you know, people was di- helping the Holy Ghost. Yeah, mm-hmm. girls, mm-hmm. girls was dying from that. So you basically, <clears throat> I heard, I heard they butt cheeks them busted. <laughs> Yeah, their butt cheeks don't explode it, yeah. and then it's like a big cradle in instead of a butt. Oof. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So you, so basically, you just took fat, nor, uh, normal fat from your body, from and my stomach, and from the back, of and my then arm. did the lift. Yeah. So for you, it was more maintenance than, except the breast. Yeah. More than uh, okay, because some people just I feel like you know there's somebody I was with somebody not too long ago and they were like oh I need to get my nose I'm like your nose looks fine That's I don't crazy. know where they come see from. you got to look at how the person perceive themselves. themselves yeah All yeah. Right. But I feel like a lot of that is driven, too. Like, you're a very public person. You're a very public person. When you're online, fans tell you what they think. I mean, they tell me all types of shit I need to do, from how I should die to how. And you just really have to close that stuff out. Yeah. close it off. So how do you deal with, like, the fanfare online? Well, first season of Love & Hip Hop, my feelings were hurt because people say a lot of stuff about all of us. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, Lovely Me Mean, they called Jocelyn the man. You remember that? And all that kind of stuff. and. It was crazy, so my feeling, I went to blocking people, you know, Instagram, but honey, I don't block nobody. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Because second season, you get tough skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And you see the difference. These, like, these people, it's just their you opinion. You know it's not real, too. And they, have a, they don't know you. They only judge them by what they see and how the show is edited. So, and like, people tell me, well, you get on Ernest by Ernest and his mama, but mama did when you accuse of being over mother. I said, no, the difference in me, that my kids are independent and they ain't trying to live in my house. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, when Scrappy and Bam get into it, Scrappy don't uh, come to my house. When my daughter Jasmine and her husband get into it, she don't come to my They stick it out because mm-hmm. I raised them to be adults. Mm-hmm. Right. You understand? Yeah, I raised them to be on their own. And you can still be a mother and give advice but not be in their relationship. Right, yeah. but his mama texts me and call me all kind of bitches, so you know I have no respect oh, for that no. bitch. Well, now that you said she has alopecia in front of America, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> her hair falls. Yes, bald and ass mama. I mm. can't. Okay, so now, so now you're still in love and hip hop, of mm-hmm. course. What what do we have to look forward to this season? Oh wait, wait! Before we even get there, mm-hmm. in that order, can mm-hmm. I just tell you that that is going to be a classic? Mm-hmm. Where did that mama. come from? You just where, because. There are people who just say that hook just to say it. Whenever they want to clink, uh, clink, uh, uh, check somebody, I said in that order. And then they start singing the hook. Yeah. How did you come up with that song? Well, me and my cousin um, Young Jock did. We came up with the song um, a year and a half, two ago. Mm-hmm. But what people don't understand is where in the order came from. Mm-hmm. As an older cast member, what I do recognize and what you see is all around us. Before in those trees, before in those buildings, there was for, put what a structure, mm-hmm. and there was a seed to plant those plants. Mm-hmm. Okay, everything in life has to have structure and order. When the tree comes up, it has limbs. Then it has you know bark, and then it has the trees or the bushes or the flowers mm-hmm. or whatever you're growing. Mm-hmm. And then a building, it has to have structure and foundation, mm-hmm. or else guess what? It won't stand. Right. So everything on this earth has to have order. Because if you don't, it won't last, and it definitely will not stand. And that hook is so catchy that you Take just that have to just, you have to keep performing. All right, so when you did the remix to Cardi B's Bodak Yellow, <clears throat> mm-hmm. did you know you knew it was going to go viral? No, I didn't. I actually had just <laughs> left. No, I actually just left um, 
South Carolina that morning, headed back to Atlanta, and the makeup person, we were in the back seat and we were in the vehicle, and I said, oh, post it. I said, let's just see what people say about it. So in one hour, Carly B got in contact with me. She said, that's the mood. Um, Vivica Fox, um, a lot of celebrities like, like, oh my God. And by the time I got to Atlanta, it had already hit over 1 million. Mm -hmm. Then it went to 2 million. It went 2.800 and some thousand on World Star and on Shade Room, we hit two men. So collectively, I hit right under five million. Mm. That's really good. And so, and so, um, and I you, wrote my own rap, and I was talking about Ernest and his mama. I don't care. God damn! <laughs> Are you and Ernest gonna work this shit out? Yes, we gonna work it out one day when she go. Oh no, no, not when she. Goes. I load her. Oh. I absolutely. Ooh. You what her? She makes she her loads, mad. Loads. She didn't say hate. Hey, I load. Oh, look how she looking. So 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 when she, when, when she does pass over to the other side, are you gonna at least go and pay respects? Salute from. Salute. Damn. From your living room, <laughs> baby. From the floor. The flesh drop down and fall. All these females cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, so what is it? What is it about? What is it about Atlanta that keeps you there? Born, born and raised there, and bred it. You mm -hmm. know, um, people are so nice in Atlanta. Yeah, and they, Memphis too. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you know, Atlanta's the city where some people fake it till they make it. Mm -hmm. You know, you got a lot of people that. Pretend wannabes instead of, and that's okay if that's how, you know, because your tongue is powerful. So if you utter it, you speak it, then maybe it'll come true. Mm -hmm. But some people use it in the context of a lie. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They are passing around cards, I'm this, I'm that, and then you try to make them follow up on it, then they won't turn your calls and stuff. Then they're not who they say they are. That sound about LA. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I Did they come, did some of these people come out there? Yeah. yeah, that too. You know, I I, I I popped up in Atlanta not too long, about a year ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, about a year ago, and I had happened to go to this day party and ran into Mimi with her girlfriend Ty. Mm -hmm. It's Ty, right? Mm -hmm. Ty and uh, what's the other girl's name that's on the show? Arian. They mm -hmm. were all hanging out together, but this was before the world knew that that was her girlfriend. And then to see her come in the show, and people were like, "Oh, that's a fake relationship." They really are together. Yeah, they are together. I mean, mm -hmm. and yeah. and I actually I ain't gonna lie, I kind of like them together because mm -hmm. Mimi seems really happy. Are you mm -hmm. friends with Mimi? Mm-hmm. So she's happy. She's happy. And long as she's happy, long as everybody's happy, Rashid and Kurt seem to have men, a lot of broken fences. And I know it's a daily process um, for all the relationships, because what I have noticed, and I think you got, everybody can concur with me, when you bring your relationship and your marriage on these reality shows, they are in fear of losing them. Absolutely. They are because it's not that the producers come between you. It's just... Fans, people that, pop well, up. Well, that and then sometimes whoever has the strongest pull on the show, like for myself, my husband has issues, he has jealousy issues with me that, you know, he wish he would make the amount of money I make, but he won't want to pay no lawyers. He don't want to pay nothing because he ain't been taught no better. Mm -hmm. He want everything for free. So no lawyers are not going to go to bat for you if you don't pay him. Right. So you stay stuck in a generation curse where your mama don't want to pay none and then you don't want to pay none. She rather live in the hood rather than show mm. growth and you rather stay in the hood because you're comfortable with nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm not comfortable with nothing because my mama pushed me out of the nest. But I can get that from you. Your drive is crazy because you came into the show, then you t then you just you morphed into a rap superstar mm -hmm. and now you're a reality superstar and a rap star and you're just a character. So what wh what's next? Like, what else do you want to do besides what you're My doing? My book now? is finished. I'm just trying to find a publishing company that will publish it. Um, it's entitled The Queen of Hustle. On one side, I'm on the I'm on the throne with a crown, and you see um, the state capitol. On the other side, I'm in a pimp striped suit with a Barcelona on, and you see the slums in the back of me of Atlanta, mm. the project area. I love so The Queen idea. of Hustle. So you already wrote it? It's done. What is it's it telling about? everything. It's telling... I'm going to give you a sneak peek. It's telling about some of the state representative Congress that paid me to sleep with my girls. Oh, <laughs> God. yeah. Well, you're going to have to make sure you have everything in that order because they're going to try to come for you. <laughs> but I ain't saying their names, so you have to turn it to a fictional. So, oh, okay. Yeah, to, to, to block. Because everybody can say, no, I didn't. Yes, you right. did. But, okay, we'll say fictional just to get by with a little help from my friend. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, so next season we're gonna see you guys bury his mother. We're gonna see. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not. We rebuke that. We don't want. Well, that. let's rebuke it. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. And then, um, okay, so uh, who, who on the show besides the woman who's sleeping with, who had slept with Kurt and had the baby with him? Who else do you think should is not right for the show? Because you got a lot of people. I mean, you got Spice in there. You got. I mean, as much as you and Tommy have had conflict, conflict. I love Tommy on the show. I think she's entertaining, mm-hmm. and her and her mother. Like, could you show that much? Her mom is real nice, really. Her mom is really? real nice. Mm-hmm. Her sisters, they they're all uh, gorgeous young ladies. You get along with Tommy, right? Mm-hmm. So you get along with everybody for the most yeah. part. Mm-hmm. So when somebody like a Jessica Diamond, Tommy have beef, how do you be the bridge? Or are you the bridge, or do you just stay out of it? I stay out of it because <laughs> um, unless they come to me. Then it's none of my business, and it's their it's their gripe, and they gonna handle it because these are grown ass women, you know what I'm saying? And they her mama, my mom's a school teacher, God rest her soul, and her mom is a school teacher. And so we were raised in certain kind of ways to get our education and to strive for betterness all the time. We have to strive for betterness, like it's in my blood. I gotta get it, or you know, it's like you know, however necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Jessica's so sweet. You seem like the you you're the type you'd be open to making up with people though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm always mm-hmm. open to making mm-hmm. up with people. It so, just depends on how far it went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are we gonna see you and Tommy make up this season? No. <laughs> you, <laughs> you tried. Just said. You tried. But I you said just it depends said. on how far no, it goes. The last mm-hmm. time she was here, I asked her if Tommy could babysit her child and she lo- she wanted to punch me in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy guns? Tommy <laughs> hit you Tommy. dead in your larnets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is the biggest misperception uh, of mama do you think? Um I don't know cuz you know, I don't <clears throat> really care the negative what people say. I think they think that that's all my life is about mm-hmm. is being Scrappy's mom mm-hmm. or being Ernest's wife. I'm so much bigger than that. Do you think I have so think, many hats that I wear. But do you think people think that? I, I think people see you as Mama D. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah, I think that's starting to But if you're now. only cast, when you only show them, they don't show me and Dime hanging out at the club or, or me I mean, hanging out with my it, girlfriends. Just, okay. I'm much bigger than that. Got you. Okay. Stop Tuning me in, just right, putting me in the box. Right, right now I'm in the box. Right, right. And I'm I'm ready to get out. Right, right. I'm ready I'm to fly. Here. Right. <laughs> okay, so so I, I definitely I definitely see you as Mama D. I you know you know it's so funny. Tammy Roman has Bonnet Chronicles. Mm-hmm. I can see you having your own show like that, like doing Mama D. Is surreal, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you're just funny. Your reads during the show, they all be right on point too. And I'm like, who's gonna come for Mama D? Nobody's going to respond to her. No, because what they do is that see to every in Webster to every word there's a definition, and when you verbally attack somebody, like when when the girls when they get into it, they bitches bitch you a hoe. I don't I don't go with that route. What I do is, and Michael Conception taught me this. I haven't heard how, that name in a long time. Yeah. Um, he said, find out about your enemy's truths. Your truths will take you out faster than a lie. Mm. You understand? Mm. When I you find out that, your Mama enemy's D. truths, always be quiet. Don't let them know why, where you're coming from, but do some snooping. <laughs> don't, don't let it be an insinuation. Tell their truths and see how far they fall. Mm. Mm, I'm going to have to use that. She say that. that shit with such grave... Intent, like you say, she's with to, wisdom. She's, she's with wisdom. I love it. So you're that's fi- why my life is open book. I, I have nothing to hide. It's some rose so, growing from a concrete. It's like right in my now. book, I tell I threw the cocaine with with the customers. I mean, I'm not a liar. It happened. Wait, what'd you I say? can't do anything to take it back. That's days in the night. It's gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. I'm not taking it back. Mama D's phone is going on. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? What type of ratchet ringtone? Oh, that's her. I'm going to have a, I haven't heard a, a song ringtone in a long time. Do you need to take that? I'm going to close it down. It ain't the kids. Amen. That is one thing I will say. At Wildin' Out, while they were trying to do your makeup, everybody was trying to prep you. Bambi was all you were worried about were where your grandkids were at. Mm-hmm. And I had to go find somebody to come make sure your. And grandkids I had all were. three of them in the dressing room with me. Did they have a good time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mama D got up there and showed out. We have a little scene where uh, we were dancing. I'm not going to get too much into it. You just have to tune in and watch it. And and you know what? It comes on the same day, <clears throat> Marriage Boot Camp and Wild and Out air the same day. Really? Oh. Just on a different, you know, it's BT and then that's WeTV. M- M- and yeah. they're on two separate times. So people, you get to see both. At two different times. M- MTV, yeah. MTV, M- MTV and, yeah. So your video also comes out on the same day, Hurt Yes. You. So mm-hmm. talk about that. How, what inspired that song? What is? What are we, we going to see? You're going to see where I sing about bullying, um, the LGB community. I sing about pedophiles. Mm. I sing about... Um, the, the the physical aspect of a man putting his hand on a woman. And um, I talk about the dog fighting. See, it's, it's everything I'm thinking about. I'm talking against anything that's not right. Mm-hmm. So on the video, you will see um, this couple in a park, and they're arguing. And the husband slaps the wife. And the little girl is, like, sitting in the back seat. Well, she gets out the car. Well, she runs over and tries to swing on the swing, but little dude, they know by the end of the car arguing, there's a pedophile lurking around. Mm. Okay, so this girl, she gets, you know, out of social media and you're showing your naked body, mm-hmm. but what she don't know when she sends it to this boy, he goes around in the studio and shows it to all the boys, mm-hmm. and they laughing at her. So she feeling bad. So then you have this gay couple walking through Piedmont Park, and they're just minding their own business. And you got these group of men, my faggots, and none of that. And then you got them surrounding them, and they're like, and then you got the dog fights. And then you got, um, we're walking uh, across the bridge with the gay uh, pride flag and the colors. So what I'm saying to, to the world, everybody has a right to be different. Everybody has a right to choose who and how they love. That doesn't give you a right to hurt them because of their choices. You don't have a right to somebody else's life. That's something that God gives us all separately. We all come out a different woman's womb, whether it's C-section or vaginal. No one has a right to hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. No one has a right to judge. I don't have to like how they live. I don't have to, no one likes my decisions. So, but no one has the right to hurt me because of how I want to mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a right to make choices to make dogs fight and to hurt one another and starve them when they don't do. You don't have a right to put your hands on a child. You don't have a right if someone sends you something that's just between me and you. You don't have a right to show it to other men. I mean, that's personal. So, And then the young lady that, that got showed uh, her body, she tried to commit suicide. And you'll see me when I touch. On the video, when I touch someone, it's like the hands of God. You see, like an angel touch, like a light comes over. And then at the end of the um, video, the guys that were bullying the gay men, they shake hands. Mm -hmm. The police that are shooting us and shooting black men out in the street, all of a sudden, when I touch both sides, they come together and they shake hands. The little, um, the man and the woman that's in the car, they slaps his wife, I touch him. And you see his light, burst of light, and now they hug. And she gets out and she sees her daughter about to be pulled in this vehicle. And she mm-hmm. snatches her daughter from that pedophile. Well, you, who wrote that? You? Mm-hmm. Come on, publisher. All but right, this is why Mama I think D. it's important. This is why I think <clears throat> it's important that, you know, you've been in TV for a little while. You've been in TV. When you know the impact you have on TV, mm-hmm. and you know some of the shows just ain't going to give you the platform to, t- to mm-hmm. touch people like that, mm-hmm. you have a responsibility to use your platform to get those words out. And I am And that's good. That, that's, I mean, that, that sounds like it's going to be um, powerful because there are a lot of people. You know, when I kissed Bobby on Wild and Out, everybody's like, oh, my God, them faggots. I, Look, I didn't want to kiss Bobby like You got Madonna and what's her name kiss each other in the mouth on but stage. It's, but you know it's okay. But you know it's okay for white people. It, the homophobia really exists in our community. That's true. Because mm-hmm. our people, I mean, they, they act up. But like, I text Nick, I said, you cool? Because, you know, they went all over the place. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I did it is because I wanted to start a conversation of equality. Everybody mm-hmm. deserves a platform. Everybody deserves mm-hmm. to share mm-hmm. the same platform. Women decide to, uh, deserve to be in leading roles on film, as does mm-hmm. a gay person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't impact me. And it, whether it, people know it or not, uh, the LBGT community is cashing checks, and they signing checks <laughs> up in him. That's true. They better watch what they say. 
Well, listen, you're officially uh, going to be the, the mama of this show. So anytime you're in L.A., you have to come back. Co-host, do whatever you want to do. And anything Aww. we could do at Hollywood Unlocked to support you, you know, we got Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Jessica Dine. You know I love you, Mama D. I love you too, Jessica. <laughs> Gorgeous. Yeah, I said to Mama D last night, I said, well, Jessica, uh, Jessica Diamond's coast. And you coach, she was like, yeah, I love her. Then I, before you guys, I said, you know, you, I love it. You know, I just love the love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always love. And you yes, know what? Like one you. thing about us and the cast, the main cast, we sometimes disagree, but we take up for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I get if I'm that, somewhere I get that. and say if I had an interview and she wasn't here and, and somebody else was interviewing and they said something about her, it'll be a mess in here. Because mm-hmm. then you don't know her. Yeah. Like, right. I don't even know Jessica all the all the way. Right. So, how you gonna speak on her? Right. And you definitely, I know you don't know her. Right. Well, so, then that'll offend me because I've been uh, put like, um, Character or, defamation. Yeah, when they've done that and talked about people on my cast, I get upset. Yeah. Because you don't know them and don't come for us. Exactly. I will say, the couple times I throw Tommy out there, I do be trying to bait you and stuff. You still have never said nothing bad. Because <laughs> she's not like that. She wasn't raised like that. No. It's, it must be the South. This is different. It's a different because Hollywood, I'm telling you. They were, time you K, said that, they took it and ran. Because Kay is here and she's, I've interviewed her, she's doing the show. And she's struggling because it's very different. She said she would show up on set in Atlanta. And it is, whatever that is, is what that is. It's just Who was here? Kay Michelle. Okay. I did mm-hmm. an interview with her about, mm-hmm. about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. In Hollywood, she said she's struggling because a lot of the girls want to plan stuff and this and that and want to be a friend to avoid conflict. And I remember one of the one of the episodes I was in, I was in a scene with somebody that was just so far left and crazy and somebody threw a drink on me. And it was just, it was just so insane. And then when I got in the car, they were texting me talking about, do you want to go out tonight? Mm. Oh, no. We don't do no. it like that in Atlanta. I would have went out. <laughs> went out on been. them. <laughs> yeah, but it was I just I would have like, met them there. Yeah. It was but, one of those things where I'm like, what? what? Huh? Weird. I'm at it's home like they mean to the kill you. or something. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm sitting at home trying to figure out who I could get to come get you. Right. And you want to go so, out. But, you know, first and second season, they were um, saying that ours was scripted. You know what? I've been on different interviews, and this is what I have to say about that. And I want you to understand how I really feel from the stuff that has happened over the few years, especially last season. All those girls did was fight. Mm -hmm. Nobody, I mean, it's just crazy. I wish I could read a script. Mm-hmm. And then when we put it down, we go out and have some drinks. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta no, is definitely not, not like that. But this is what I can say. <laughs> you have to fear for your life. Let me tell you, them guards that work at the office, when we go do our green screen yeah. or pick up our checks, they, they in the last two years, have to wear guns. I would say they, they have armed. to be serious with mm-hmm. us because we will. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I mean, looking at your show, Jocelyn, you, you, I mean, there, I don't, there's no way anybody could look at that. K. Michelle. Tommy can look at that show and say, this is fake. I can no look way. at that show. Mm-hmm. And this is why when they say, would you go to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta? I kindly stay over here. Mm-hmm. Because where it's more tame there. Where it's more tame. Because I remember when Scrappy and them were in the bushes mm-hmm. fighting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's real. That was real. the first season, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, huh? Real shit. I remember um, um, they had broke him apart. And then, um, I don't know what happened, but they, Scrappy they broke loose that second time. <laughs> He jumped, he did the Matrix. He jumped on four cars, and I seen Steven tell Jocelyn, get in the car, get in the car. Because that nigga was coming back. Well, listen, we thank you and you for being thank just you. so entertaining. And like I said, somewhere, some somebody better do the Mama D-isms where you can just say your things, because I think you're funny. And like yes. I said, anytime we I can need support show. you. Let's say it. Let's just say it. In Jesus' ah, name. Yes. Hot of a shunder. Well, what can you say after a person speaks in tongues? We out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>